think that would probably be the worst idea in the history of time. Oh, we're live. Okay, let's tweet. Let's see. Okay, can anyone see us? Hear uh, us? Please. Oh, that was from me. I meant to tweet from the podcast. My bad. How do I make my... Uh, <laughs> I'll just leave that there. It's fine. This is going so, so well already. We are such winners. Oh, my God. I blame work. I could just retweet myself, but that's, you know... I'm retweeting you because I'm lazy. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> My back really hurts. I don't want to go on a plane for twelve hours, like fifteen. Yes, hours. you do. No, it's more than that. It's like it's like thirteen hours to LA, and then I have to change and get another plane for six hours to New York. And you guys just aren't worth that. Like I just, I just, <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> Are you kidding right now? You finally reached that level of comfort. It's like, whatever. I, no, no. I had a dream last night I missed my plane. So, yeah. No. Oh, my God. That's oh, like hey. my worst nightmare. Yeah. Like, my worst we'll nightmare ever. Wow, there's six people. Six whole people. Hello, six whole people. Oh, oh man. You guys oh, are in for a ro rollicking ride. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably one way of putting it. <laughs> Um, we're getting there. Oh, did this work? Hang on. I just want to see. Hang on. I'm just going to test something. Just tr pretend I'm not doing this. So I just want to see what it sounds like. Uh, Julia. Okay, good. All right. Excellent news. That's good. You guys like uh, Karen's name tag? Everybody, look at Karen's name, Karen's tag. name tag. Did you write it in reverse in mirror image? Because it. I don't know. Can you see oh. it? It only shows as mirror image on your little square. Yeah, oh, it's exactly. the right way around for everyone else. Donya, when we're in LA, you're bringing your MacBook, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't really have a Mac. Book. I have a PC. But can you teach me some basic Mac skills on your computer, <laughs> like some some of these shortcuts, like how to do hash and things? Yeah, of course I can. I hate it so much. I Hey, we found something to do on the Monday. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, re I'm legitimately like googling, like how close the nearest laundromat is because I need to. Uh, I'm gonna need to like do a load of laundry. It, it, I have the same issue as Courtney is that I have like a lot of stuff in my bag, not my clothes, and so I am going to need to do laundry <laughs> in LA. And I have I more stuff. On the way in the mail. What? <laughs> yes. More stuff that's not even my clothes, guys. There's so much podcast stuff coming with me to LA. It's it takes up its own suitcase. That's maybe my fault. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, guys. This is not really. Yeah. So if you can see us, can you tweet us? We're at natw podcast and with the hashtag natw live. I will not be using the hashtag because I don't know how to do hash on a Mac. So <laughs> I've gotten yeah. several replies on me, so I'm, yes. I'm sure everyone can see us. So hey, hi Julia <laughs> and Sydney. Who said that okay. they can see us? If anybody's wondering why I have a sticky note on my shoulder, it's because even though this says that my little name thing is on, it's not showing up. So you know. We're going yeah. with the ghetto. Yeah. Who's here? Does anyone does anyone know us? Who's here? Who loves what? us? 
What friends do we have? Well, I would hope if you're watching, you love us a little bit, unless you just <laughs> want to make fun of us. Which I can so, understand. I see them. Yes, sweet, sending her. Okay. Um, yeah, so we're here basically to talk about season three, I suppose. Well, three, three B. Are we doing? I don't remember what happened in three A. Are we doing all of season three? Or are we talking about three, three B? Well, I mean, I'm, I'm saying three B. Happens. Yeah. Three B. It is. I think we uh, can, you know, compare. First of all, I guess to compare and contrast. Um, who who is a fan of three B over three A? Who what did you guys like best? B. Everyone like B the best. Karen's yeah. distracted. Karen. <laughs> no, I was thinking like what did happen in three A? Three A was like the alpha the alpha pack and everything. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I preferred three B. I think just because it was a lot more intense. Like mm -hmm. it was just yeah. 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 It really doesn't That's feel like, like the same on. show. Like it felt like the, the stakes in season one were so not high compared to. Well, I mean, if you think about it. The biggest problem, the biggest problem in season one was, oh no, my eye color is changing on the lacrosse <laughs> field. <Yeah. laughs> oh no, my best friend may have to kill me. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Do you think there's room for the show to go back to, like, just teens, if you know what I mean? Like, Brooke, I saw something you sort of tweeted or tumbled earlier, like an early early on shot of Scott and Styles. And yeah. do you think there's room for the show to just sort of not have such high stakes anymore, or do you think they have to keep it at this level now? Um, I think with, like, supernatural shows in general, they tend to try and... And they tend to try and top themselves in in terms of like drama and eights every year. So mm. I think it's naturally any hit daughter, but I feel like Team Hope has always been a little bit different, and I think that they're going to try and go back to the comedy a little bit more. That mm. is what's mm. And they said. Like season four is gonna be a lot about the more of like the human side to it and stuff, and I think yeah after three B it's gonna be really hard to top yourself. Yeah. 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 I um I don't know. It's uh I feel like nearly every sort of quote unquote genre they've tried to tackle with this show like whether it's like funny or like really serious drama. It has kind of flowed well. It's never felt, like, really bad. But, you know, I don't particularly want a show that keeps trying to, like, make something even worse every every year, especially given that the stuff we've talked about with the timeline this is all happening within the space of a few months. So, you know, oh, yeah. it would be interesting to see some, you know, smaller, smaller arcs, but I don't know. I mean... We have Kate the Wear Jaguar, so I don't think she's going to be sitting down and having, like, problems with her boyfriend or something. It's going to be, you know, a little bit, uh, you know, of a, of a big deal. I mean, yeah. I, think having, I think having one of the lead characters, like, obviously Styles as the Nagitsune, like, as a villain, is something that is a really one-off occurrence. Like, you don't have a show where every season, oh, a different yeah. lean protagonist yeah. has become the villain. I think that is a a sort of a, 
a peak that they can't just keep repeating that same same sure. thing. So anything else I don't think is going to have as high stakes as potentially losing Styles. So perhaps it will be a bit of a down uh, for a while, you know, after that. Yeah. I guess what I'm hoping is that Season 4 is going to deal with the after effects of 3B. So both with Styles recovering after the, the Nogitsune and and then Allison's death, I, I guess I really, really just want to see all of that addressed. And if that means that we have, if, if that means it's less intense in terms of action and more the day-to-day -day yeah. kind of thing, then I'm, I think I'd be quite happy with that. I have a feeling you're not going to do very much of that at all. Yeah, with all the new characters. It's yeah, it's probably going to be like, maybe like two episodes of that. Um, but they're going to jump right into the mythology. They're Yeah. I mean, season 3B, like, new characters. Let's sort of talk about that for a second. Um, big new <laughs> ones that are going to stay. We've got, you know, Malia, the Yukimuras, presumably her parent, like Kira's parents, will be around as well. Uh, and Parrish. We obviously Marisa? had a... Marinette, William Barrow, who's dead apparently, um, Silverfinger, also dead, uh, <laughs> and I guess Agent McCall, who had a bigger role, like he didn't really have much last season. So, you know, apart from the dead ones, these are all characters that might be staying around. <laughs> also, those have a habit of coming back too, so... So, yeah. who do you like the best from the new characters? Parish, 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 Parish. Parish, Parish. Yeah, Parish. <laughs> that was I'm actually here with Meredith. I love Meredith. I love Meredith. I did as well in that one, like, scene where they busted out of Eichenhaus. <laughs> like, I think, huh? that, I think that's going to be a waste if that's not explored uh, with her. And then... I think they really said that Isaac's not going to be around to interact with her more. Oh, what a waste. Yeah, I mission to become her type. He is going to make it a mission. Like, no, I'm going to change your mind. Yeah, I mean, how he was, it's like, am I not attractive to gay guys? And he's like, why am I not attracted to Meredith? He needs to be attracted to, he needs to be attracted to everyone, or he doesn't feel secure. Like, um... <laughs> Two new girls, Kira and Malia. Do you think that they will stay in the pack? Like, the, I mean, we've had a lot of talk about, you know, the powerful trio of um, Malia, Kira, and Lydia, which really makes me think of like witchery. It makes me think of like a coven of of women, which is kind of cool. You know, I don't know if they'll start doing some wicker practices or whatever, given they've all got their own powers, but like. Can you imagine, like, a trio of, like, werewolf witches? Like, that would be, like, um, you know, it's, uh, you know, it can be a charmed throwback for you, Karen. I was going to say something about how. <laughs> um, oh, that we really want three. this, you guys. Yeah, She's like, like why? the three of them, like, as girls and, you know, whatever they're doing, like, fighting or, you know, researching or whatever, yeah, I, I, the way that it was phrased when they were like that it's going to be powerful, it just made me think of like them all with their hands in a circle doing some like raising <laughs> the dead or hopefully not raising the dead. There's too much raising the dead already. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't know, um, which is like a question, I guess, like, you know, 
the kind of magic and stuff that the druids do, whether it's Wicca or, you know, whatever it is that they do, in the in this universe, do you think that's something, like, do you have to be born with the ability to do magic, or do you think that anyone, like, whether they're a supernatural or a human or whatever, can, like, learn the practices if they have the right equipment and stuff? Like, could these girls do magic and stuff like that, or druid stuff? I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess we'd have to kind of learn more about the druids and how they work because obviously they have their own sort of powers and stuff, but we don't know if that's just something like that they went through like a training. Training school? (laughs) Yeah. You got your diploma in druid. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, everything everything we've seen of them so so far, they've mostly been manipulating other objects. Yeah. I don't know. It could be something that you could learn, I think, because it's it, it could very realistically go that way because we've only seen them manipulating objects and and other other things that have magical properties rather than the people themselves having that magic. Yeah, I like, mean it reminds me of then, when people were saying, Oh, it's styles magic and he was and Jeff was like, No, but Mountain ash is like it's. That's what I mean. Whether it's that the there's stuff with magical properties that anyone can learn to use, or if it's like some people have to have the power to do magic, and not everyone. Um, yeah, can. and do more people have a talent for it, like a better talent for it, over other people? So, um, was it? It was yeah. In season two, when Styles breaks the mountain ash line without touching it. And then yeah. in 3A, when Allison does it, but she has to t- physically touch it to break it, mm. does that mean that you know both of them have the ability or have the ability to manipulate the object, but one of them has more of a talent for it over the other? It reminds me a lot of Lydia, though, because, you know, like, she always sort of had that banshee power. It was innate, but then Peter bit her, and it sort of came out. And so I wonder if there is going to be any sort of like witchcraft or anything, if it was, if it would kind of operate in the same way. Yeah, yeah. That's what I think, yeah, because um, I remember Jeff saying too that he didn't really like when magic got to like um, scientific mm. and got to nitty gritty. Um, yeah. So I think that they're going to take that sort of approach. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I'm talking about it is because the the way that the stuff is about the three girls has been phrased made me think of witch covens, but we have no idea about any magic coming up in season four, obviously. Um, we, we do have an idea about some other things, but I don't know, Karen, do you want to do the, the talking po- points first, or do you want to do the prediction letters first? Um, you know, maybe we do the prediction letters first because it will remind us kind of of the good times that have happened and maybe spark our memory oh, about something. So who, who wants to go first? Uh, because at the beginning of the season we wrote uh, letters basically of um, what we thought would happen in the season. It was after the it was after the premiere, so it was it was based on. Uh, what we got from the season three B premiere, and then after that, we wrote our letters and then put them away and didn't look at them again or add to them until the end of the season. So, anyone want to go first or or what? Natalie, you should go first. Yeah, you go Why? first. Why? <laughs> because 
first. <laughs> okay. I've got a phone app that I've downloaded for this uh, fun time, uh, if I can find it. Um, where is it? I just got it. Here we go. Game show sounds. So if this picks up, it's like correct or... Hopefully you can pick it up uh, in, in, and it's loud enough. So, <laughs> you know, I, I don't contribute much, but what I do contribute is soundboards. Um, <laughs> so here's my letter. This I opened it. on a t-shirt. <laughs> I opened it and here it is. Okay, so I'm going to read this and I'm going to try and ding myself. It might be a bit hard to wheel. Uh, we'll see. Whoa, someone just emailed me? What's, what's happening? <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I'd throw an email to my Hyperbull account, like, about this. So, am I seeing things? Hold on. Hold on. Pause. Pause the prediction letter. It's live. You can't pause live. Uh, <laughs> yes. And it's just pop out, Natalie. Sorry, it's a comment. Yeah. Oh, I'll take it out in post. Um, it's, it's, um, no, no, no. It was, sorry. It was a comment on the, on the YouTube channel. Apparently, it sends me alerts. So, hold on. Here we go. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to manipulate the, the the ding app with one hand and my letter with the other. Sorry, this is so annoying. Okay. Styles' mom's brain Styles' mom had a brain disease and he will have that. So is that a yes or a no? Both. Both. I'm gonna say it's a ding because it's it, it was a plot point even though you're in control of the sound yet. effects. That's not fair. I'm not in control of the judgment. I'm in control of the button. I'm not in control of the judgment. Uh, you go, but I'm you gonna go. ding me for that one. You ding you. Okay. Styles. Styles will be in a mental institution at some point. That one yeah. will be ding. Yeah. Uh, I put a Toyota will be featured. <laughs> a what? A Toyota will be featured. I'm going right. to say ding. I feel like they pulled up very dramatically at the hospital in that one, you know, when yeah. Isaac, when they got electrocuted. Um, yeah. Ah, I put Zelda slash Styles. I meant Caitlin. I meant Zelda, Zelda Williams slash Styles. So that was a ding. I'm doing pretty well. Oh, this is good. Kira is older than she looks, maybe by a lot. Now that is a, but the concept yeah. was correct, given her mother uh, obviously is. I still don't. I'm assuming Kira is meant to be 16 and has only existed for 16 yeah. years, but she mm -hmm. might have the potential to end up being, you know, 16 for 900 years. So that's fun for her. How uh, long have you been 16? <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> a while, a while. Okay, now these, these ones are sort of related. I put Danny will find out about the wolves, and then I have another one that says an existing character who we know will have known about wolves the whole time, and I put Danny, wow. Dad, Danielle, or Coach. So those two combined, I am very thrilled uh, to to say are true in regards to Danny. Um, then I just put some random theories about Derek. I've put Derek's being held by the serial killer, Derek's being held by the South American huntresses, which I, I guess the second one was right. Everything bad yeah. happens to Derek. Uh, oh, my God, this is good. This is good. I've put Malia's dad is aware something, and I meant her actual dad, like Mr. Tate, uh, because, but it, as it turns out, Malia's dad 
wet something. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't um, open this during the show. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. Okay. Derek okay, Derek will stand with his legs apart. <laughs> <laughs> did we did we notice Derek standing with yes. his legs apart at any point? Yes. I don't remember. Not, not that I focused on anything, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney knows. Okay. <laughs> Kira. Oh my! Kira will not be evil. So yes, she wasn't evil. Yay. That's good. Deaton will pretend to be enigmatic and philosophical to cover up the fact that he don't know shit. <laughs> thing. All of the things. Just, just do it. It's, it's all always. <laughs> uh, Coach Finstock will die. Yeah. No. No. That is no. just, he didn't die. He didn't die, but he got sad. harm. Impalement. And then I put Scott's dad will die. Though he was also impaled. Um, I put Allison will die and Scott will blame Isaac. Well, that's half right. We don't know if Scott's blaming Isaac at this point. I don't think he is blaming Isaac. But, uh, yeah, that that happened. Uh, Melissa Peter will be a thing. No, it wasn't. <laughs> um, and then I put it was all a dream. I'm still not convinced that it wasn't, but no. <laughs> um, and then I put the flower conversation in the first episode will be significant, which it was. We ended up um, talking about that in the second episode because it was the first time I ever correctly predicted something. I was like, that tiny bit of rad, seemingly random conversation is foreshadowing. I'm really bad at telling that, but that is, I know it. And then in the second episode, about the flowers at Styles' mother's grave, and then in the second episode it turns out that that's how Styles worked out that he was, uh, you know, what Malia was doing. And then my last one was very, uh, it, like, look, it was very broad because I just figured she was a girl and was going to put, I put Scott or Styles and Malia will be a thing. So, yes, Styles and Malia, apparently a thing. Still a bit uncertain about it. But that is the end of my <laughs> stunning season 3B prediction letter. Uh, what was my favourite, what was your favourite of my predictions, guys? Um, Derek with his legs. Yeah. <laughs> How many did you get right? Pardon? Oh, I don't know. A few. Not um, many at all. They were pretty. Yeah, they were very generalized. I um, I didn't. We did not have much to. I did. I did not predict that Styles would be the Nagetsune. Uh, I'm not sure mm. if we knew that for sure that he was already going to be the villain. So I didn't put it down. But I, I didn't put that. So. I know that we talked about Nagitsune's in the mythology episode in between season 3A and B, so we probably should have been expecting them. Um, but, yeah. Who wants to go next? I guess I'm here. I just yeah. read my myself, and it's so bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Allison and perhaps Chris take Derek and Peter from there. Hectors. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Derek teaches Pat how to fall alpha. Yeah. <laughs> I think Derek knows how to go full alpha. Derek is <laughs> yeah. 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 in theory. Those like, who do teach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 
the <laughs> perfect, perfect explanation, <laughs> Eric Hale. Yeah. Really. <laughs> I um, I put Kira. Is it that hits your name? I put that. So that was totally wrong. Um, <laughs> I put uh, Shelly Hannah is Malia on her own. So I got that one right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Styles is kissing Caitlin in the Vinto Institution. So that was wrong. That was a weirdly accurate combination of truths, though. Yeah, yeah. He kissed someone in the mental institution, and he kissed Caitlin, but... Yeah. <laughs> um, I put Deputy Parrish is one of the ninja highs. <laughs> we still don't know, no. He could be. He was very he interested be. in the ninjas. I love... Oh, God. Yeah. God. I don't know. And then I put, if someone's actually leaving the show, I think it would be Allison. So, I have that right. Yeah. yeah. But that was it. Okay. Yay! I think yours were funnier. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. No, that's, I, I, hoped, I hoped everyone's were going to be really bad. Being, like, right and, like... Is boring. Like I hoped, I hoped we were gonna have total ridiculousness of like, oh my god, how naive we all were. Oh, I'm not sure. I'm gonna wish a couple of nights and get right. I do too. Cool. I'm gonna Alice and Jerry, but whatever. Do you want my turn? Yeah. Okay, um, mine, mine's a really crack theory, and it ended up being like two sentences, so I don't even have it in front of me because I can recite it. Oh my um, god, <laughs> well then. Yeah, yeah, because really, I, I wasn't, I'm not good at theorizing, so I was just going to come up with something stupid. You did not take the assignment very seriously. <laughs> I, guys, oh my gosh, the past 12 weeks, you just don't even know. No, okay. that's fine. Okay, my theory was our major character death was going to be Roscoe the Jeep. Okay. <laughs> Which is so why, the, which is well, okay, which is why the opening sequence was going to change, because the jeep would no longer. <laughs> yes, well, the whole season. This is this was a crack theory on on in fandom too, so I kind of stole it. But basically, all of three B was a a dream while Styles was in a coma after he wrecked his jeep trying to rescue the parents. I, that's so I would believe that. I believed that for half the season. Like I, <laughs> I still think it's probably all a dream because okay, so much I don't, make sense. I don't get wrong or right, so we're not. We're gonna leave mine alone. Okay. <laughs> Don't go next. Sure. Okay. Let's actually open this. So. Ooh. Oh God. Is yours like an essay? How long is it? No, it's not. It's a it's a giant envelope, okay? Giant envelope for a tiny piece of paper. Like a 40 envelope that I had. Okay, so my predictions were Allison will be the one that dies. So Nogitsune will take the form of one of the trio. Ah! Oh, nice, nice. Something else will be revealed as the big bad Spanish hunters. Yeah. Semi. 
I don't know yeah. what their deal is. Kira's mom? No, she wasn't really a big bad. No. Bitch. Does Kate count? Maybe. Yeah. But she wasn't really related to... No. no. So I would go uh, on that one. Uh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I put the return of another Hale family member, possibly Talia. Uh, yeah. uh, I added a side comment that was uh, based on a quote by Courtney. They do have a talent for resurrection, after all. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I put Kira is a Kitsune, but possibly inherited. Her family is involved in the supernatural. Her mum is the kids is a Kitsune, or dad is the masked samurai slash oni. Oh my god! I wish her dad was the masked samurai. <laughs> <laughs> Her dad, is, her dad is just a bad boy. Yeah, I loved her dad. <laughs> I like know, I need him really to be like a regular like teacher as well and do embarrassing things at the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scott and Kira will get close through the season but won't be together by the end of 3B. Do we know if they're together by the end of 3B? Like they've kissed. <laughs> Did they ever? Yeah. Never so even Apparently, I feel like they're not together though, because they kind of need to like figure out what's I mean, going on. The last scene of season three, you know, Kira being like to Lydia, like I don't know whether to talk to them or not. Like you know, so I feel like she's now all awkward again. But yeah, and undefined. Yeah. 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 So undefined. Does that count as a win? Oh, if you really want it to, I suppose. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've only got two more. So I got, okay. while the trio lose control of their powers, Lydia will learn more about her own as some kind of balance. Um, kind of? <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to happen next season. With yeah, the I mean, the trio, they, that had, you know, those, those couple of episodes in the beginning with the, the trio losing control... I can't remember how much Lydia took part then. Her her power stuff started coming towards the end. Yeah. But yeah. Hmm. And then my last one was Derek will be a red herring for the death. Oh. Well I mean we did see him get like all slashed. But I don't know, was there ever any moment in this season where he thought we thought he was gonna die? Except for us thinking that he might leave the show. Was there any hints in the show, like spoilers that showed him getting slashed up or something. There was yeah. a preview of him with the, um... Yeah, shot in the chest. When he got yeah. shot. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there was a couple of those. There was that, there was, um... There was a couple of red herrings in the trailer. Remember? Mm. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that he didn't die, so... Oh, my. Who else would we feel bad for? <laughs> <laughs> Karen. Everyone. I mean, everyone. I will feel bad for Karen. No, that's not what I meant. Do you want to do yours? Yeah, yeah. I have to open mine too. I really don't remember what I wrote down, so hopefully it's this not going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. All right. <laughs> My first prediction was Allison will die. With a little sad face. Okay. So got that right. Oh, Shang Tsung is the big bad. Big bad. Oh, yeah. right. Sorry, Karen. No. Nope. 
Um, he's also the one holding the hails. Totally wrong. <laughs> God, I suck at this, you guys. Uh, Gerard will Get somehow be featured show. in a twist that takes place in Act 3 of the show. So, like, the last three episodes. Four nah. episodes. Totally I mean, wrong. he might be involved in the Kate twist. We don't know, but... Yeah. yeah. I'm still really disappointed that he didn't show up. Like, not because I like him, just because I want him to die. And, yeah, that makes me angry. Um, Kira will become part of the Scooby gang. That's totally true. Yay! Aw. The twins will die sacrificing themselves for Scott. That was not really true, but kind of true. Semi-true. None of us put anything about the twins. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Number seven, Sheriff Stolinski and Mama McCall will admit their feelings for each other. Um, (laughs) Number eight, Agent McCall will stick around despite the fact that everyone hates him. (laughs) 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 Number nine, Derek Hale will experience happiness because no one is that unlucky. (laughs) <laughs> do it again, do it again. <laughs> oh, That's so sad. I wish that was true. Um, that would never be true. <laughs> and then my last one was that we will see Styles' mom. Um, well, we don't know. Maybe. Yes. Well, we're gonna. I think I got two right out of ten. <laughs> I think yours were hilarious, though. <laughs> I, think I, I, I really wanted to like forget about them and have them all be really wrong, so it would be funny yeah. because apparently that's what I find funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we should check Twitter and see if anyone's talking to us. Is anyone still watching? Anyone tweeting? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 had, I, had, I had to have my phone open on my buzzer app, so I, I can't see Twitter. I was checking some. There's people watching. Mm-hmm. There's like two. Oh, hi. <laughs> um, we love you. That's how Good. Hopefully Good. someone is enjoying this at least. Okay. <laughs> so... Do you want to go into the unanswered questions or the, like, favorite moments? Um, Let's do favorite, because then I think the unanswered questions will kind of segue into what we hope will happen in season four. Yeah, okay. Karen, do you want to sort of, you wrote this down, so do you want to talk now or something? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Or something. Um, Okay. Oh, man, this is so bad. I haven't even thought about this, to tell you the truth, so my answer is probably going to suck. So, okay, first question was, what was your favorite episode? Riddled. Yeah, probably Riddled, even though it was horrible. It was, yeah. Um, There was some amazing moments in that episode that just absolutely ruined me. But, yeah. Yeah, it was still very much like... It didn't really make me feel good. Sorry, someone's just trying to come in the back door. Just uh, give me. Um, yeah, it didn't really. It didn't. I wasn't like I enjoyed that so much, but it did make me feel very strongly in a way that I haven't about an episode before. If not riddled, probably um, the fox and the wolf, like the flashback one, I, I liked. Uh, but besides from that, yeah, riddled definitely 
the one. Just the scene, the scene with Scott and Styles every single time. Yeah. Every <laughs> time. Riddle <laughs> was shell of myself. <laughs> Riddle was my favorite dramatic episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and that poem will literally probably be the thing I remember most about the show. Way after it's off the air, that home mm-hmm. is all I remember. Um, mm-hmm. But as for like fun, visually, and just a good time, um, Unlimited, that was my favorite. Yeah, the black light, yeah, was yeah. also yeah, it was mm-hmm. really cool. a lot of fun. And I missed that about this show. Yes. Speaking of Blacklight, are they doing anything Blacklight at FightCon? Is that something that's actually confirmed or not confirmed? No. I, I saw some from. people on Twitter talking about it, like uh, some get some attendees talking about I, it. I, I think uh, it's it is prom, but I think what some people were going to do was put on like makeup things. Yeah. But are they? Ha- mm. But is there going to be Blacklights? Not as far as I'm aware. No. Okay. It's going to be prom. Um, um, it just depended on what clothes I was going to bring, because I have to pack after this, so, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, so, I mean, did anyone have, like, so favourite, like, one-off moment, I'm assuming everyone's going to say the same thing with Riddle. Is there, was there any other really big deal moments aside from that one? Danny, that, Danny, Danny knowing. Danny, Danny, Danny knowing. Yeah. Danny. That was perfect. Um, where, um, I woke up everyone in my house. Screaming at that moment. I feel like we should have like more to more like more variety, but it's true. It was very very standout. Um, I really actually, yeah, I really liked uh the moment between Scott and Kira when they kissed for the first time, just because like to me there aren't a whole lot of relationships like theirs on television, and I really like the way that they're sort of like taking it slow and it was on the back burner compared to the plot and the action and everything. Mm. And I just really, really like the two of them together. Mm. Mm. That that makes yeah. me think of the at, at the blacklight party when Scott was with Kira and he's holding her hand and he does see Allison across the room and there's this awkward pause and then it's kind of like you know smiling at each other and nodding like hey we're both here with other people and it's okay and yeah I really liked that moment too. And obviously also that moment between Derek and Scott in the hospital, that sort of Zen Derek teaching moment yes. is also yeah, that was made really a lot of people feel very happy for Derek that he seems yeah. to be in that place now. So that was that was good too. I also favorite, um, I was gonna say one of my favorite media moments was when she gave her little speech to Aiden about being one of the Bad guy, yeah, you're not a bad, yeah. you're not just a bad boy, you're a bad guy, yeah. And um, I've got to say, a big MVP this season for me was Coach. Every single day yes. he was in was incredible. <laughs> and then it escalated oh at the end with that scene with, like, Brunsky, and he was, oh. like, all, yeah, and it was so good. And I just, he was, every scene with him was spectacular. Uh, I also loved every scene with Mr. Yukimura and how embarrassing he is. And, and uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, there's obviously lots of great moments and I didn't get a chance to sit and marathon the whole season again this week because I've been preparing to go overseas. But it was, you know, it, it, yeah, I think it was a really solid 
season. Uh, least favourite moment, anyone? Uh, I tried to put this in here for like more variety, but I'm like, um... Mine is any moment with Deaton being like... <laughs> <laughs> not offering any information. No, no. I think my proper least favorite moment. It's got to be a combination of. I think the reveal of Agent McCall's whole drama mm. was. Yeah. I don't know if it was meant to be weak, as in to show that he is an overdramatic idiot, or if it was just weak <laughs> storytelling. But I was so. It's not like we needed more big drama and like a secret family or whatever. But I didn't like that. Like what it was. I I didn't like what it was and. I'm still a bit iffy on the Malia and Styles sex in the Eichenhaus. In general, my least favourite moment is the idea that Eichenhaus, the way that we saw it, was yeah. real. If you know what I mean, like because yeah. I don't, I don't feel like this show should be or would be portraying yeah. mental health like that, given that they've been so good about other aspects okay. of modern life, if you know what I mean, like their hospitals and schools are shown to be very well run with like good teachers and all that kind of stuff, they're very understanding of like other issues in the show and so I'm a bit confused that they'd show such a like a barbaric mental institution like almost like American horror story style grossness that's not meant to be a, like that it's not meant to sorry go on I was just going to say without it having a purpose Right. Yeah, without yeah. having a purpose or like it being right. like a product of like a, you know, people going weird right. or an influence, like an outside influence, I don't like the idea that that's what they're showing as a right. mental institution, like a legitimate yeah. place. Yeah. For me, uh, that whole episode felt the most out of place in the season. Like, yeah. And that's why it, I thought it was all going to be a, a dream or something, like, you know, like... I um, wanted to be a dream. If it would have been a dream or a hallucination or whatever, it would have been perfect. It would have been so or even perfect. yeah, or even like the influence of the place. Like if it had like a supernatural influence that made people yeah. go a bit. But the women to believe that that is how they like handle or that like someone like Brunsky would be in charge of like someone like Meredith, you know, is mm. disturbing to me. Um, I will say another just favorite moment in terms of like imagery and like everything. It's gotta be the Styles Nagitsune Bad Moon Rising scene, Kill Bill scene in the hospital, which was uh, very badass with the Oni and, and all of that. That was a good that was a good moment. But yeah. Oh, oh it, I also have to mention the moment with um Hitune Styles and Melissa. That was amazing. Oh the um Dylan shift from Styles to the Nipitsune. I've and never like, seen Yeah. I've never seen anything like it on T V. Ever. Yeah. I um it's uh yeah, it was it was good. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, like if, if anyone wants to like tweet us and say what their favorite moments or least favorite we're probably like forgetting a lot of things and like just sort of going off each other and not remembering everything. So if anyone has anything to contribute, please comment on Twitter with our at reply or the hashtag NATWP live or on Hyperball and we shall um, chat about those moments as they come up. In the meantime, I mean, who do you wish you saw more of or what do you wish Danny. you saw more of explored? Danny. 
Well, yeah, everyone's, <laughs> everyone's so shocked. Hold on, hold on. Ganya wants more Danny slash Kiahu on the show. Huh. Hey guys, surprise. surprise. I really do want more Meredith. I know, I know this season it probably won't be more, but next season I really want more Meredith. Mm, somebody, let's see, um... We, um, I'm probably saying this wrong, uh, Nayla, Nyla, um, Nyla. it just said, uh, if we see more Meredith next season, maybe we'll learn more about Eichenhaus, which would be yeah. interesting yes. and nice, so. That would be really good. I would have liked to see more Coach, because, you know, I would have liked to see, I actually would have liked to see more Derek, I feel like, I feel yeah. like I didn't have that much with Derek. Yeah. Um, I would like to see more Peter again. I'm very confused <laughs> as to what they're doing with him uh, because just again, they, there seems to be a conflict there of whether he is a proper villain or what the character is doing, uh, and you know what the actor's doing. He seemed to just disappear and then come back mm -hmm. at random moments. Like at the end of three A, mm -hmm. he was very involved in the fighting of you know, Jennifer, and obviously he killed her at the end, but he was with the Scoopies fighting everyone off, and in, in this season he just sort of buggered off. Even yeah. though he knew that Nigitsune was a thing, and there was that whole, like, Styles is, ch you know, Chess is Styles' game, like, he just... He just, was in the last episode. Yeah. yeah, he just petered off, like, which is like, haha, a funny pun, but that's kind of, <laughs> you know, like, yeah, he just faded out, and it was like, I don't know, it was weird, and... Um, I would have liked to see more of, not a person, but the door situation of like the first two episodes and the result of the uh, the drowning, the sacrifice. I, I don't know, I, I still feel weird that that was just like, oh, everyone has now closed the door in their mind at the end of this episode. Yes, we've all learned how to handle it. Is that it? Like, I, I feel like that would was more long-lasting than... Apparently, but I'm meant to believe. Apparently, it was never open. Like, apparently, the ajar thing was just a pun or a riddle by the Nicotine. Um, that's what Jeff said on that After Buzz show, but I don't but then, like... But then what's the scenario with Allison and um, Scott also having their issues? I think that they... I think that once... Once the Nematon right, was pruned, because I was re-watching it some, the fireflies came out of the stump, which meant the Nematon was released and written to stars, but the other two were kind of released. Like it came out of them, that's the way I took it. I'm not quite sure. I don't know either. I, I don't know. It seemed weird to me. Um, Julia Julia Jones said, definitely love the scene where Derek was possessed and attacking Chris and the scene of Kira and Allison kicking ass wow. together and they're fighting all they, of them. They, they need all to give more, more scenes like that. Yeah, the it's, possessions were all really, really cool. So, and Kira and that Allison are fighting. They need to have them more. Yes. Because he can do it. Do it, man. Yeah, I really love that scene. I really love that scene with Kira and Allison too. I'm 
I'm that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm most excited for next season, I think, is just seeing Kira more, but also Lydia. Like I wish we had seen yeah. more Lydia, which is kind of funny because she was obviously very like prevalent in this season, but I'm just so interested in her powers and and the person that she's become that I just I really want more of her. So I'm I'm really excited for season four. I know she's a banshee, but I want to see Lydia use a weapon. Like, oh, I want to see her, like, that would be cool. stabbing or, like, you know. Yeah. Oh, she, she would totally doing... research, like, how to properly do everything. Yeah. 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 Uh, like a stun gun or something. Lydia like, in my head where she's, like, trying to honor Allison's memory and, and just going to, like, take up. Yeah, or her knives or something. Oh, yeah. <sighs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, um, okay, so I guess the other big thing that I, I really liked was the Chris and Derek development, which I think is really important, and I, I would really like to be a continuing feature in, uh, continuing feature in season four. Um, just a couple of other favorite moments people have saying, um, as much as I hated it, this is Sydney, as much as I hated it, as much as I hated for it to happen, I love the scenes when the Gibson A stars was getting power from Scott from all the pain. Which, uh, yeah, did you guys like that scene? No. That was the Gibson A Styles scene? It hurt so bad uh, it was good. I, I, I have seen what has in faces because I damn Tyler Posey. He said that that scene was sexy. Who? <laughs> said that? Cody. He described that scene as one of the adjectives. And I'm like, I hate you. Because I'm never going to forgive you for that. I'm always going to think about that. I did, oh. like, I did like the little, I did like the little, the finger thing. Yeah. So creepy. Dylan, Dylan is good with his hands, and it showed that off. So yeah, let's move on. No comment. <laughs> okay. Um. Somebody, we've got uh, Kelsey who was saying a moment she didn't like was how they killed off one twin and not the other. Um, well, she's a she was a twin. She's a twin, and so it was heartbreaking. But I think that mm-hmm. even that goes back to. Karen's comments about how it affected her more. I mean, it's that hurt. I mean, uh-huh. you can only imagine how yeah, the other no felt. One, yeah, yeah, no one really liked. I think the most effective thing with twins is to kill one. Like that's going to give you the best uh, kind of yeah reaction. Uh, it was it was a it was a great moment as well. The um you know the twins' death. It was a, a very well acted and sad whatever moment, so... It makes me want them to, like, bring Ethan back, even if just for one episode, to kind of, like, see how he's coping. Yeah. That would be kind of intense. Maybe he's found... He can definitely be someone who's, like, an off-screen ally, who, like, they go and meet up with on their, like, Teen Wolf road trip, when they need... (laughs) Oh, we need to call everyone in to help us out, like, everyone we've ever met, so, like... At the werewolf... You know, we let you live, come back and help us, like... I don't know. Jackson, get back from London. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Jackson. Isaac can come back too. There's gonna be oh like this convention going on where they all show up. It's gonna be fantastic. Um, and then okay, so I think um, 
unless anyone has any more moments to, you know, discuss in a positive or, or negative way, um, we can go on to the sort of big, the unanswered questions from this season, uh, some mm -hmm. of them anyway, because I'm sure everyone has different ones. So if you guys want to tweet in anything that you have that is, say, something that happened in the, you know, in the show that was really not followed up and you're confused as to why. We've got a few here, but please contribute, um, you know, what ones you you sort of have been thinking about. But, I mean, the first, you know, we don't have the answers here. We're just going to run through these and all go, um, I don't know, a bunch of times, so it's probably going to be boring. <laughs> but, you know, some of the ones that we had was who was pruning the nematon? Like, who pulled the, the growth out of the nematon? Like, was that... That was something we, we saw the passerby pull the thing out and then out came the uh, out came the fireflies and whatever. So any idea if that was on purpose or if it was coincidence or anyone have they said anything about this at all or, or what? Not that I've seen. I, I mean it has to be either well, it doesn't have to be, but I was thinking it would be um Kira's parents, either one of them. Why would they that, want to do that? That was my first thought. Because um, the fireflies transformed into the Oni. So, so that's where they had to come from. They had to come from in, in yeah. there. I'm supposing. Yeah. I don't know. That's just it. I don't know. <sighs> this is why they're unanswered questions. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like time. it could have been Nishiko just because if she I don't know depending on the role of the Nemeton right. if she would have wanted to stop that growth or something yeah. but then again I guess it wouldn't really matter as long as the jar was kept down there yeah yeah it, it, no, I mean, I'm kind of like, it was Deaton, because he wants to make trouble for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> My infinite suspicion of Deaton, I agree with Natalie. I, I honestly thought that it was probably him. It's just, oh, I can't handle him. Sorry. I know yeah. when, we first, when we first saw that, I definitely kind of assumed that it was Chris, but, I mean, now that we've seen Chris, the season... That, Chris yeah, yeah, and but now that we've seen the whole season, like, that doesn't really makes sense. But that was like oh. my initial thought when we first saw it in that first episode. Uh, Peter. Uh, Peter was one that I thought um, as well, but um, Yeah, he was there, you know. <laughs> someone's after just, sorry, someone's just said, I, I'm, just, I'm just throwing back to some tweets. One, so Ava has said one of the best moments was definitely Styles calling Isaac out on his scarf, right? Yes, <laughs> yes it was. But, oh my god. Uh, okay, <laughs> an unanswered question from Twitter, Becky Phillips, who left the messages on Allison's cell phone, what significance uh, did it have? The whole, like, she wasn't reachable all night. And, I mean, this ties into the whole, we thought Allison was kind of evil for the whole season then, and she just died and it wasn't evil. Like, mm -hmm. what was that? Do you think they had another plot line in mind and then swiftly changed it halfway through the season? Like, well, why on earth? Was it, like, someone else just messing to keep Allison out of the way? Like, we were very suspicious of Allison all season, so what What do you think happened there? It was all Kate. Oh, God, don't even. <laughs> don't even. Maybe it was. Oh. Maybe it was Kate. That's, 
Hmm. Yeah. I mean, huh. planted yeah. a seed. <laughs> I mean, in our last episode, Madison, our guest host, who was a lot of fun, she suggested that like the vision that Kate, you know, Allison had at the beginning of the season of you know Kate crawling out of the grave, like up that mm. tunnel, was legitimately true, like because. Yes, Kate. Yep. So you know and now. And then the one of her in the surgery where she, where they're cutting open Allison and they look up and and yeah. Kate's got like you know fangs and. Yeah. So I mean I don't know how how much of the influence on Allison or you know this season or how much in general this season Kate uh, did have over you know the the goings on of this season at least within her mm -hmm. own family she really could have been. Uh, a presence that you know we we weren't suspecting, but was actually causing these weird things to happen. Um, so I don't know. It's it's really um, really weird. Um, Sydney said also, what was the point of of ending three A with Peter shouting about always being the alpha? Wasn't followed up on at all. Yeah, we know we don't. It's just Peter. You know, <laughs> dramatic. He tends to bite off yeah. a little more than he can chew. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they really didn't have time for Peter this season, despite <laughs> the fact they put in that Malia father plot line. I don't really understand it. That, yeah. um, going. I think, uh, I think yeah. that Jeff likes to lie different things in the air that he can pick from at different times. So yeah. I think that just one of those things that won't come back later. Kind of like Jerome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could be something we see in season four. Presumably yeah. it will if Malia's sticking around, but yeah. I'm still suspicious about that, like about whether Malia is even the real child or if it's someone else and mm -hmm. why Lydia's so shady about it and all that. So, I don't know. Um, it's like Oprah giving out cars. You're Peter's kid and you're Peter's kid and you're Peter's kid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we... Uh, you, we know, uh, you know, that's on our list, like everything Malia, but no, really, how did she get out of Eichenhaus? And then people are saying, why was she so cold? Uh, how did she manage to suddenly become a high school student after not having an education for four years? Yeah. Um, no, for eight years, sorry. And, yeah, I mean, Julia. Yeah, like basically everything about Malia, again, thought she was going to be shady, seemed like she had her own motivations, now she seems fine chilling in Scott's bedroom learning how to use claws. <laughs> Is her end game still to become a coyote fully again and go back and live in the woods like what is her relationship with her weird bear trap dad? You know, what's her relationship <laughs> with Peter? Like, what? <laughs> bear trap dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. it's good. Did I do something amusing? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, um, I really like, um, I'm not going to say I like Maria, because I don't know who she is yet. But I'm really curious about her, and I really like that I'm curious. I'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. a lot yeah. of really strong opinions about Malia one way or the other, I've found. It seems like a lot of people really are automatically, they just really are suspicious and they dislike her, and then there's some that really like her, and I feel I'm kind of in the middle right now, and so... Because, yeah. I mean, I need more. I need to see more. Um, I need more character development before I can make that kind of judgment. Because, I don't know, I'm suspicious of her being good and I'm suspicious of her being bad. So, I, I mean, if she's Peter Hale's daughter, then I guess I should be suspicious. But, yeah, we'll see. 
We'll see. No, I mean, what that. would you what would you like to happen with Malia? Well, I was going to say my other thing is I'm I almost mine if she's a little evil. Um, I think that that would be really interesting to see her like fighting with like evil Peter tendencies. Yeah, you know, she's got her own her own motivation yeah. behind things. And I think that would be really cool to watch. I don't I don't necessarily need her to be a hundred percent egg at the beginning. I mean, I, I, ooh, you know, I, we'll see. I mean, in, you know, if he, she would never knew Peter and was never raised with him, you know, she may be totally innocent and it's not, you know, hereditary to be a big jerk, but she kind of does seem like a big jerk some of the time, so... Totally genetic. Yeah, I like that. I like jerks sometimes. This is part of my problem. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um... Someone on Twitter whose name is Chicken Nuggets Arg, which <laughs> I don't really know what that means, says uh, the repeat outfits this season had a per like didn't had a purpose like question mark like you know, the, the whole shirt switching thing like did I that think ever they had to, to cut the wardrobe budget in order for all the uh, the makeup they put on uh, Dylan. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> it seems so. That it seems so really strange. So, I mean, I did actually notice that in this week's episode of Glee, like a weirdly out of order outfit change, like something that ha was meant to happen one day. You know, one character's wearing the same outfit of something that was gonna like happening, and it was Kurt who would never just wear the same outfit like on two days in a row or something like that. And I was like, that didn't happen on that day, and I'm confused now. So they clearly shot it and didn't realize the shots were. It, but I feel like, I don't know, that going in and out of the same scene, like literally, this was two different scenes, like going in and out of the same, like, oh, he's in the classroom in one shirt, and now he's in the classroom in another shirt. I mean, it, it could have been meant to represent the Nagitsune and him, you know, like his own idea of himself and the Nagitsune, but I'm curious as to whether that was on purpose or whether, like, how do they yeah. not notice that they're putting a different shirt on for literally the same shot? Like, I, I don't get that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Unless they were just shooting a lot of scenes and it was something that, you know, just kind of happened on accident. I mean, I'm not excusing it because I think they should be a lot more careful about that, but if it got kind of crazy that day, I could see how it happened. It literally it's calling like 6,000 pieces of meta. And I'm just sitting back and laugh now. Sorry. It was yeah. Um, <laughs> someone has said. Uh, Ava has said. Why did Mrs. Yukimura think her story would make Scott want to save Styles any less, please? Which is true. <laughs> uh, I mean, I think she was. I think Scott kind of said she was like, "You're just trying to waste time." They were basically just trying to keep him talking and keep him occupied until the sun went down so the Oni could come out and kill Styles behind his back. I don't know if the story was like meant to, maybe she was being like, look, I loved him and it was so hopeless and I had to kill him. But, you know, showing just how hopeless the situation was. But Scott even calls her out for like just wasting time, basically. So I don't know either. I think I think it was a weird excuse to show hey, the backstory. Um, uh, just, just a random pause in this. 
I, I just kind of had a major freak out because Orny Adams just asked who's going to the bike con in L.A. He's thinking about going. I know we had our little Orny appreciation moment, so I was like, stop, guys, stop. Breaking what? news. Breaking news? Did, are we going to, like, does someone want to reply to him? I am right now. Oh, well, Lyndon Ashby just replied Lyndon, to him. Lyndon. Steal our thunder, dude. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. God, I still really want Orny to do oh. a comedy show one of those nights. I really yeah. want to see him perform. Yeah. Did Orny actually just maybe steal an announcement from... I'm so sorry, guys. If y'all were saving that one. He just totally wasted it. <laughs> He's like, screw an announcement. I'm going to let everyone know now. Yeah. <laughs> or I'm just going to crash the party. Maybe they don't even know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> he wants he to just does what he wants. Does someone want to tell Greenberg? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're just screaming. If you've just tuned in, we're so sorry. I know. <laughs> Context. It just, you know. All right, where were we? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love how you said that, and we literally all just screamed. <laughs> like... <laughs> okay, everyone tell Orny Adams that he should come to BiteCon and do a late night comedy show at the hotel as well as whatever panels he's doing for Team yes. And the late night comedy show working. can be a separate ticketed event and he can make some dollar dog bills if that's what and he's there for. And we'll all come. you. Yeah, we want him and we've been talking about how he's the MVP, one of the MVPs of this season and how we've loved pretty much every, every little moment that he's had and yay. Yeah. Orny Adams, please come to BiteCon. They're getting a lot of people. So we have Arden now as well, Arden Cho. So we'll have, um, you know, Kira and Scott there, um, you know, Benny. Um, you know, if he comes, there's the, they'll have about eight or nine guests, I think, which is quite a lot. So that's fun. Um, Sorry, I'm just laughing at the interaction on Twitter. Orny asking me <laughs> for a lift. Yeah. Oh, do you mind giving me a lift? Okay, I think I think he's probably locked in, guys. Our Google Hangout is just us live, like reading tweets out loud from the team, <laughs> like waiting for another one. Guys, come on, come on, we're wasting time. Can you tweet somebody, please? Um, okay. Uh, so in the meantime, while we wait for them to tweet, um, a few other questions. I mean, unless anyone had anything else about Malia. Um, which we just don't know whether she's a sinister presence or not. You know how does she get out of? I'm You know how she gets out of Eichenhaus. You know what's going on with Bear Trap Dad. Basically, basically, I'm just reserving judgment for now. I feel like we don't know enough about her, and since things are, have been kind of shady, like one way or another, this entire season, I don't know how I feel, but I'm willing to give her a chance, because like Natalie, you said that at the end of the last episode was the first time that you've actually liked her, and I feel like yes. if she's like that throughout season four, then she's going to be a really cool character. Um, oh, he just replied he us. Replied he just replied us, us. saying... They want me to, but I'm thinking of just attending this one and maybe doing stand-up at a future one. Well, 
Well, um, we won't all be together in a few uh, we'll just say, possibly. You need to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. It's Jeez. us. Do you? Oh, God. <laughs> well, that just ruled it out. Thanks. He's never going to do it. <laughs> Ruined it. Hang on, I'm just replying. You guys keep talking. So. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, brilliant. Where are we? All right. What was the next thing? Or do yeah, we want to talk about Gina Holding? Yes. Yeah. Brooke, yes. This is killing Brooke. This is Brooke. Brooke. Uh, I, don't have Brooke. <laughs> I don't have anything to add. It has lots. All I have in the document is Gina Holding and um. I, I, WTF. Right. You know when Gerard goes like. Mountain Ash. I mean, <laughs> Gina, Gina Holden. Holden. <laughs> That's what I have to do it all season. You don't understand. Don't and Brooke, like, scoured that episode and was <laughs> looking at everybody. <laughs> I have read so much meta. I have read through everything. I you I tweeted I, I Gina a couple times, uh, asking her if she could share anything with us. I have made it my personal mission to find out who she is or why she was there or why she at hut or anything, virtually anything. I'm so, I'm, I'm so you know, obsessed with this. <laughs> You're I'm sorry. I'm, I'm about laughing. It. <laughs> She's trying to Apparently, guilt trip Orny. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Orny wants me to pick him up to go to BikeCon. Him and Lyndon, so. Cool. Hey, but, but all of us are terrified of driving in L.A., so he may have to find someone else. I, I'll like, sac- hire the car. You can drive. <laughs> I'll, I'll <laughs> sacrifice. I'll, I'll drive. Can you drive <laughs> on, the, on the right side <laughs> of the road? You won't drive for us, but you'll drive for Orny Adams. Oh, yeah, real talk. While we've got all 20 of you paying attention to us or however many people there are, yeah, we we are we are looking to basically uh yeah hang out in LA for the couple of days surrounding BikeCon, like the Thursday before registration and the Monday afterwards, which is my birthday. And we need to get some sort of vehicle, like a wheelchair accessible minivan. Like there's like a Derek Hale style minivan that has like a drive-in thing. So it's not like a bus; it's like a small van. But we are trying to find someone who could. Bus. <laughs> Well, if you want a can we bus, get a party bus? I yeah, want a party bus. Will drive it. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Three of these people have driving license, but none of them will commit to actually driving in LA because they're all scared. So well, it's we, mostly because okay. they drive on the other side of the road. Okay. Yeah. Donya, yeah. I'm giving a pass, and Courtney and Karen are both from small towns where they're not really used to uh, doing. Um, that kind of driving, and we are desperately. I, you know, I, I think you guys would be fine if we took it slow and like all, you know, helped. But at the moment, <laughs> oh yeah, I can see that happening. No, 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 get over here. No, 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 go in there. I've been a passenger while with somebody driving in LA traffic, and I almost cried and peed on myself. I was so oh, terrified. It's not that bad. Oh my oh, god. My I, god. It, it's not that bad. I don't have a driver's license, and we drive on the other side of the road like Donya as well anyway. So, but we are basically looking for someone who legitimately would want to hang out with us and not isn't a serial killer. 
<laughs> might be up for if we paid for the... We're willing to be lenient on that. I mean, yeah, we, if you're like a really classy Hannibal-style serial yeah. killer and you have like, and you're super dapper and smooth, you can hang out for a different day. Like, yeah. that would be okay. But we're looking for people, you know, someone who... And we're not looking to like hire you as like a, a staff member. We want <laughs> one of our friends who we know on Twitter to maybe hang out with us for the day in a kind of party convoy and potentially help, you know, drive, um, if we paid the hire, basically, to it's drive. Basically, it's basically like this, but in a van. Yeah, it would be like <laughs> this in a van. We want to go to Griffith Observatory and we want to go to, like, a couple of places just that's really hard to get by public transport, especially with wheelchair. So, anyway, that's just a side note. If you're coming to Bicon, oh. please, please talk to us if you want to potentially come around with us for a day and... You know, yeah. we'll probably have a couple of cars loaded people. Like, there'll be someone in a regular car as well following us because we probably all won't fit. But hey, we can pick up Orny and Lyndon on the way. They can yeah, come Orny with or us. Orny Lyndon could do yeah. it. That might be fun. That's what we get people interested. Can I add something to that question about this um, on the Tumblr the other day? Yeah. About, uh, you and Karen meeting up in New York. Look yeah, okay. Yeah, again, we're getting a bit distracted, but yes, Karen and I are going to be in New York City from the Friday next week until the Sunday next week. So that's like what the eleventh to the thirteenth or something. Yeah. Before BikeCon. And if if there's enough interest of people you know, who are in New York who are not going to BikeCon, we could do a meetup, and I don't know what would really happen. We could just hang out. I don't know if it would have any structure, or if you'd like. It's not like you'd like sit around listening to us talk. But we could, if there's like ten people, we could go to like lunch or something. But uh, yeah, basically tweet us if you want to do a New York meetup, and you know what day, either Friday afternoon or maybe sun or Sunday sometime might be good. Um, and we'll and put we, this up on Tumblr oh, too. Yeah, we're going to yeah, um, yeah we're going to Starkid on. Saturday, so if any Teen Wolf people are going to Starkid, we could do it there as well. We could do it maybe in between the, the two Starkid shows, So because I know there's a, an afternoon and a night one. But, yeah, um, and so that's something we could also do. But we'll talk about that on Twitter and Tumblr, and we'll get back to Season 3 right and, now. And so. I'm in Baton Rouge if anybody wants to hang out with me. I do. <laughs> I, I want to go there. New Orleans. I'm going to go yeah. I'm gonna go get Madison in New Orleans, guys, and we're going to hang out and be cool. <laughs> If I came to New Orleans, would you drive there? Yeah. I oh, it. well. Yeah. I need to it. Alyssa, she's very close to me. She's uh, about as close as I found. She's Alyssa? In, yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day. Oh, yeah. Someone has recommended for our driver, you can go with Derek Hale. He deserves a happy day. Oh my god. Please. He could possibly fit us in his Toyota. Please. I would I would yeah, that would be amazing. Buy him Froyo. I mean if Tyler yeah. I'll take him to yeah, I'll take him to Intelligentsia. This is the place that I need to go. I need to go to Sunset Junction to go to Intelligentsia and to go to the cheese store of Silver Lake to show Karen the cheese store where I get my salted caramels. We need to go to Griffith Observatory. Where else did you want to go, Brooke? I can't remember. Um, I a friend told me the other day. Um, maybe is it Windsor Alley? Is that the yeah, area? but I think it's closed. Yeah. I think I'm gonna, I'll look it up. 
there's a few places. We'll we'll coordinate on like the Wednesday or whatever when we all get in. But oh, okay. oh, where's my nose running? Have I got allergies? Yes, and, I'm I'm happy at anywhere pretty much. I mean, it's yeah. I feel like I feel like it might be cool to go to like you know um uh one of maybe like Santa Monica like where you can go not on the sand but like out right on the pier like that might be cool but anyway well we're getting distracted with our personal lives sorry season three <laughs> what else Gina Holden anything else about about her not a damn thing so you guys don't even know are you gonna talk Jeff about this. Yeah, I promise to ask someone somewhere and get an answer of some kind. She's gonna, she's gonna get threatening. I'm just oh, worried. What if you get really embarrassed? What if he's like, no, that was nothing. What are you talking about? And then you get really embarrassed. <laughs> she's gonna turn really <laughs> red and like walk away. But, no, I don't even care if my, I don't even care if he says that we can't answer that. I just want to know that it's been asked. Yes. You just want to know that you're not crazy. Oh, yes. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Um, so the other person who sort of came in and then went was William Barrow, Doug Jones. And basically we oh. saw him, you know, come in as the serial killer and then he had the tumor full of flies and then we don't know what happened to him. What was his situation? I don't want him to be dead. I don't okay, want Karen him. loves him because she's weird. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah, you know, so his scenario, we don't know when the Nagitsune possessed him, like when he became like a fly minion. We don't know if his first murder of all those people with glowing eyes was, uh, you know, anything to do with the supernatural, like, you know, anything to do with already being possessed, anything to do with Eichenhaus. He was, all he was was unanswered questions, and we don't even know where he went. So do you think that that's just like a, whoops, we're sweeping that under the rug, or do you think that's a, like going to come back and be insane at some point? I think it's Timo. It's as sad as that is. I think that's just Timo. I feel like there hasn't been someone that's been that erased, though. Like, I feel like every, every I don't feel like there's been any other, like, villains that are there for two minutes with all these unanswered questions and then disappear. I hope he comes back, because I really like Doug Jones, even just as yeah. an actor. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure we're not going to see Matt again. Well, <laughs> Matt is <laughs> dead. I just wanted to see Karen's look of, like, utter disappointment. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, well, yeah, I mean, he vanished, but like he was a character the whole season. He was built up. William Barrow came in, did the thing, vanished apparently, and we didn't know how he was related to the Nagitsune. We didn't see like a backstory on that. I don't. You know. if, he, if he did see a kid with glowing eyes, and that kid did like have a story, like maybe it was a hail or whatever, um, they could do a flashback. And have him in that. Maybe it's going to be um, one of the new uh, kids for next season, and that like he's going to be like, oh my god, it's one of the glowing eye kids, like you know, like. Anyway, I don't know. Stalks back to Beacon Hills. Yeah, just to blow them up. That's cool. Um, <laughs> okay, so William Barrow. Okay, the other. Uh, yeah, has anyone else got any unanswered questions before? We've got a couple of more here, but. Um, 
Uh, do we know the period of time between 3A and, th and 3B? When were styles possessed and for how long? Uh, Those are supposed to be two weeks apart. And then the next one from 3B to 4 is supposed to be two months. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then when, does anyone know like when Styles was properly possessed by the Nagitsune and what the power station scene had to do with anything? Like, yeah. you know. Yeah, right. No, was it was it in there since he went into the sacrifice? Like I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So the other question that some a lot of people are having is in regards to the scene in Illuminated between Caitlin and Styles and um, the follow up issue in regards to whether Styles is confirmed as bisexual or questioning. Uh, basically, you know, we thought this was kind of a given that the scene was intentionally done until Dylan O'Brien did an interview saying that it was throwaway and, and not a thing, that it was just, uh, um, you know, just a, an interesting little scene of, of him, you know, being shocked at the idea or something. I can't remember the exact phrasing, which I didn't really read as what happened in that scene at all, which makes me wonder if if he himself knows much about the potential future plot for Styles or the potential idea of um, you know Styles being queer or even as you know bisexuality in general. And I mean, we got an ask on Tumblr, which I'll read because I think a few people on the show wanted to address it um, in terms of just uh, what we think about the attitude of the show. And so this is the ask said this. It said, can you guys please address the Caitlin bisexual scene being a throwaway line on your podcast and how it's basically queer baiting? I know you guys don't talk about the negative side of things, but this is pretty important. It has nothing to do with shipping styles with anyone but leading fans to think styles is bisexual. Now, I'm not really in the trenches as much as Brooke and Courtney in terms of, like, the fandom arguments, but my take on that interview with Dylan was that not that I'm particularly pleased with it, but that it was Dylan's opinion and not the show's. I don't think you can call it queer baiting if it's not. I think, I honestly think that like Jeff or, you know, as a queer showrunner wrote that scene intended the way that we originally took it. I think that it is meant to imply uh, a questioning or a curiosity or a like, you know, of a character that had never thought, oh, wait, you can just like whoever you like. Okay, that's you know, that's cool. That's something new for me to think about. I think that it it was meant to be, you know, taken exactly the way that we took it. I think that you know, as much as I don't want to criticize him, I think that the fault here is, is Dylan's and not the show's. I, I, I do think the show was implying it in the way that it was meant and I think possibly Dylan is not uh, potentially not aware of that or he was badly covering up uh, a spoiler, if you know what I mean. I, I don't think it was particularly nicely handled but I also think it was uh, relatively uh, ignorant rather than malicious in terms of someone not knowing how painful what they're saying is because it did sound like that he wasn't really aware of the idea that, you know, you know, if Styles wasn't straight, you know, he had to be gay. Like, but that being saying, I, I really think 
the way it was done in the show was so clear to me that I feel like it, you know, regardless of whether it's a, a you know, a, a heavy plot or some or not, I do think it was meant to be an, an intentional character development, not, you know, quote-unquote queer baiting. You know, I think it is a queer reference. I do not think that equals queer baiting. But um, in regards to saying, you know, that we don't address negative things is something I think some people are concerned about as well because that's not really what we're about in terms of it's it's not that we flat out don't address negativity. Um, I don't really know how to put it, but Brooke or Courtney, did you want to kind of talk about that a bit? Well, I was just going to say, I think of where a lot of frustrations are coming from with the with the interview with Dylan, you, it's hard. It's so hard to read tone, and, and you don't know what was taken out of context or anything like that. But a lot of people are thinking that his answer was him saying, okay, Styles, he says Styles sees people as people, not gay or not gay, which that in itself was kind of concerning to me because it's not really black and white. Uh, but a lot of people are, are taking it as him saying, okay, Styles doesn't see gender, which is a good thing, but at the same time, we don't know where he was coming from. That's where I think a lot of, it, it, for me, that's where confusion's coming from. Um, as far Brooke? <laughs> I was going to say, also, another thing is, he has to be very careful about what he says, because if he even implies that he sees Styles as a bisexual person, then automatically we're going to turn to Jeff into the show and say, you're oh, actor wow. that this act that this character that he's portraying is bisexual, so you need to follow you need mm -hmm. to follow through with that. Um, so and then if for whatever reason if Jeff didn't follow, follow through with that plot line, if it's, you know, network stuff or or just um, character stuff, uh, story stuff. If she didn't follow through with it, then it would it would look like Jeff had it would really look down on Jeff, and I think that that's part of of Dylan's fear is that he can't even if that is what he thought, even if it is even if he thought that Styles was bisexual, he is afraid to be honest about it because he doesn't want to put anybody in a position where they have to follow through with that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I really think that the scene and what he said, Jeff has said in the past, people have said it seems like you are trying to give Styles bisexual undertones, and Jeff has said, yes, that would be a correct reading of those scenarios. Like, he's said that at conventions in the past. And it's, I think it's something for the character. It's obviously something that the character, the character of Styles, has not yet labelled himself. If that makes sense. Yeah, and that's so, fine. And so, yeah, it, it seems like it's been a natural progression. And um, I don't, so I think that there is a difference in the terms of a queer baiting yeah. and a character progressing to realise at a later point. The problem, obviously, here, and I don't think anyone questioned that until Dylan turned around and said what he said in this interview, 
However, I don't know whether Dylan genuinely doesn't read the scenes that way or if he, you know, or if he is covering up, you know, what he really thinks or what he knows for a fact from Jeff because it's not part of the plot yet and it's not a, you know, it's a spoiler. However, Man. I do think the show was intending it like that. I don't think it's queer baiting. I mean... I feel like even if Dylan did know, he would be very, very nervous to um, speak about it. Because yeah. he, he is just things it, you know, things His words carry a lot of weight. Right, exactly. And I think he knows that. And I think he actually hurt himself here um, by being too cautious and by disregarding the whole scene. Um, so casually, and I think that that's what people are upset about, that he really brushed it off. Yeah, the way it was phrased wasn't yeah. fantastic. Um, I, um, someone has uh, just basically asked, uh, said they've never heard the interview, do you mind explaining what he says? Does anyone have a link to the specific, uh, um, oh here we go. Um, uh, I think I've got it. it was TV line, um, and I think I've got it here. Basically, which is another another yeah thing I to keep that. in mind. They have not produced the most positive articles. There are definitely journalism, you know, journalism sites that either bait their actors in interview or they tweet, you know, they portray things in a different way. And you know, we're not trying to make excuses, but in my opinion, this is yeah Dylan's handling of the question rather than the show itself attempting to queer bait. Because I don't think this show needs to queer bait. Like to be honest, like I don't think um, uh, there's a great article somewhere online about you know about queer baiting in terms of how in older generations of people would watch older shows and say. Oh, that's queer baiting when it's actually just queer subtext because it wasn't actually, you know, even approved of with the censors to have any outright queer content. And I think right. this is queer subtext, not queer baiting. There is a difference. And uh, I mean, while I try and find this, does one of you want to talk about the, us not addressing negative things and how we we feel about that? Um, do you want to? I mean, I can. I mean, I yeah, was just. I don't, yeah, I mean, like, because I know really? that was something that you said to me uh, in regards to, you know, oh. addressing this question. So. Right. I just know that, um, you know, from winter week, uh, a lot of issues and different things come up about interviews or actors or problems or ship wars or whatever it may be, whatever negative thing is happening. Um, a lot of times we don't comment on it. Because it's it's a very much a flash in the pan issue. It's something that is a really big problem to a lot of people, and then it's kind of over with. And it's it's sometimes the best thing to do is to just kind of let things pass. And then if it still feels like an issue later, it's a good time to talk it out when everybody's calmed down. And um, I feel like this is a, a really good example of that. Um, once everybody kind of had a chance to breathe and uh, get their Derek Zen on, hmm. um, <laughs> talk about it, um, it's it, 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 it going to be a lot more productive that way. We don't want to yeah. add, add a lot of drama to the fandom um, because it has 
plenty, and there is plenty of discussion, and there's plenty of other places. And I think a lot of people, they, I mean, we're, we're looked to, a lot of people come to us, I think, because we do try to stay yeah. more on the positive side, and it is, we do try to be a safe space for the fandom, right. and we understand that there are issues that people want us to address because they are important, and we agree, there are issues that are important, and we all personally have feelings and opinions on them, but at the end of the day, we want to be a safe space. Um, yeah. Anybody can come to us, any shipper, any anything like that. It's, you know, and, and that's what we try to maintain. But, I mean, and, go ahead. I was going to say, I've got the question here, but you guys okay. go on, but I've got the, I've got um, the TV line quite here. I've, so. got, I've got something else to add to the, the whole negativity thing. I think when we, whenever we do try to address something that is an issue, whether it's within the context of the show, we try to do it in a way that's very constructive. So rather than outright kind of going for it, we try to think about it in a more logical way, like maybe when, looking from every side. Yeah, we're never going to be like those, you know, people on Tumblr who are like take a big, like, you know, really aggressive stance on a problematic aspect of the show. It's not that we don't see them, you know, or, or understand the issues, but we're never going to be like, you know, writing hate articles about why something was wrong. Like, we also, just... you know, I try and talk about the ultimate night, we still really love the show. I mean, as, as many problems as we find, um, right now, as it stands, you know, we still really love the show, and we want to be, we want other people to have a place where they can talk and enjoy the show, too. Um, and don't have to worry about liking the show. Because um, I, I found in some places, yeah, um, I, if you, yeah, I think I know what you mean. Like, there's so you know, when when people are looking at a show in a way that has you know, with the you know, with the mindset or with the kind of uh, view of finding over, aspects that are problematic and that they you know you know they like it but they feel you know angry about that or whatever they you know they got invested and now they're angry that it's not doing what they want or not good enough in a certain aspect and yeah. they're you know so vocal about that it creates like a lot of anxiety and shame for people who are like yeah. well I legitimately like the show and I don't have a problem with it and right. like that like yes it would be like like, if this was, like, I don't know, something Duck Dynasty or something, like, and people were like, I like the show and I have no shame about it, I'd be a bit like, mm, no. But <laughs> sorry to anyone that likes it, but I don't believe in hunting and I don't believe in homophobia, so whatever. But, and also, but that's just it. If we do have a problem, if we get generally uncomfortable, um, yeah. why don't we speak up about it? I mean, if yeah. we're like really like uncomfortable about something, um, we're not going to just pretend like it's not there. But, yeah. yeah. Like what we've been saying about Icon House, for example. Right. Mm -hmm. that, but we don't really like the attitude of people who are like, you know, aggressively trying to find, right. you know, problems and making people feel ashamed for liking the show, basically. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to put it. And, and you know, we're here to discuss and analyze and critique some, but criticism is not going to be the only thing that we put out there. Um, and we want to create a safe space. So, yes. So it's not that, it, it's not that we avoid negative topics. It's that we love the whole show. We love the fandom. We love each other. We want to produce something. Yeah. And everyone can do something that makes us happy and not drag us down. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Karen's yeah. sitting silently having feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. I'm gonna She's just in the corner leave. thinking about Matt. <laughs> no, I wasn't, but I am now. I'm, well, Natalie's threatened to bring a camera with her when we meet up in New York City for the first time because I told her I was going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I no, want I, someone to capture all five of us the fur the very instant we're I'll all try. in the camera. I'm really bad at vlogging and stuff, but we'll try. Um, look, just to finish off this Dylan subject, I have the quote here, and I've reread it, and I'm going to read it out because I think there's only literally one problem with it. Basically, the question is, there was also that throwaway line earlier in 3B where Caitlin asks Styles if he likes guys, and he pauses. Did that mean anything? And Dylan... He opens the question by saying that was nothing really. If he had just not said that sentence, the rest of the question is okay. He says, Styles isn't gay, and he knows that. That's fine. We know he's not gay. But what I love about him is that even he's even open to reacting that way to a question. He doesn't have to jump into a defensive thing. He's just so honest. He's clearly not gay. I've never thought the character was. But he also he also looks at people as people. He doesn't associate gay and not gay, but he knows he likes girls. He definitely created a whole thing, though. If he had just not said that was nothing, yeah. it would have yeah. been fine. Because it wasn't nothing. And the fact that he said that was nothing makes it feel like it's a bit sweeping it under the rug. Yeah. The rest of it sounds like very much like he thinks Styles is bisexual but is covering it up by just saying, I know he's not gay because we yeah. know he's not gay. But people, because he said that was nothing, uh, and then he said Styles isn't gay, people are like, well, does Dylan even know that bisexual people exist? Like, you know, yeah, is he just raising the idea of him being bi? The problem is he said that was nothing, really. Yeah, and, and that's, that's not true. Say, because it yeah, wasn't nothing, it is something that is important to a lot of people, and, it, and right. even me, personally, when I was 16 years old, the closest thing I was seeing on television was Buffy. Um, and then there was Willow, but even in that instance, there's a, there was a lot of lines in the show where she was, you know, she was dating Oz, and then all of a sudden, she's she's gone from, I wouldn't necessarily say straight, but you know, she's gay now, and and it there was no mention of bisexuality, and for me, that would have been so like significant for me to see as a 16 year old who was questioning a lot of things, and so. To see this on TV now, like there's a lot of young kids who could watch this, and it would be so beneficial to them, and that's why it's important to me. And so, for yeah, him to say that it's nothing. Yeah, that's exactly. It's the it is the nothing thing that is what I'm not really. It, it, it didn't sit right with me. It did not sit right with me. Everything else, it it sounded like. A generalization, so mm -hmm. he didn't attack anybody into any plot lines. Um, but the nothing thing it concerns me. But also remember, this is 
this is text. It, it yeah. wasn't a video, it wasn't audio, we don't really know how he said it. Dylan talks a lot. <laughs> Dylan is a blabbermouth, and so, no. Um, he, he's distracted. Um, so, because, you know, I've seen some things, um, like, for instance, Bianca Lawson, she just did a little video, super fast interview on a red carpet, and in her video, she's like, yeah, there's going to be all kinds of new things this season, new bad eyes, new relationships, new love triangles, new, um, new, uh, new ships, relationships. Um, there aren't any really love triangles. She just used that as a descriptor. Um, yeah. so, but, but see, when I wrote it down, and when I put it into a quote, all everyone picked up on was the love channel aspect. But really, that it didn't translate from video to text correctly. Um, and, and that just easily happened here. Again, not to, you know, not to, to let anybody off the hook, but it's, it's a likely possibility. Yeah. Um, context. Context. Yeah. Everything. Yes. Do we want to uh, go into um, a little bit of uh, <coughs> season four predictions, or uh, you know, season four hopes for season four before we finish up, or is there anything else in terms of unanswered questions? Yeah. We just want them to get some sleep. <laughs> just, just a whole episode of camera shots of everyone sleeping. That's oh. And waking up and going, wow. It's like, oh, oh yes, the sun is on my face. <laughs> and then somebody's going to break into their house and like kidnap them or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, we'll have yeah, uh, we'll 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 Or at least just Derek. <laughs> <laughs> well, he'll we, have like he'll have a know. cheap spot, and then he'll have to keep turning into bed, and then there'll be a really noisy bird outside the window. Fucking <laughs> 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 bird! <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, we we'll probably do a whole episode about like season four, you know, hopes and dreams and predictions. But um, before the um, before the yeah, before that, I mean, is there anything that we, we're thinking of? Like, are we hopeful about, like, the um, new kids who we haven't seen yet? Like, the, you know, Dylan Sprayberry and um, the, the other guys joining and all of that? Since I won't probably be on any more podcasts, well, not, yeah, into highs, um, I'm just going to say I love the idea of the three holes, you know, interacting. I think that's absolutely fantastic. This whole neat, this show needs some um, feminine energy. Um, and uh, here on the Lacrosse team. Yes. 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 What even that's is that? So cool. Yeah. And I also wouldn't mind, like, Styles, like, being a little jealous that she, like, automatically gets first round. <laughs> 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 what? 
The coach is like, Belinsky, you need some sleep. Sit down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no. You're in. (laughs) Belinsky, sit down. The coach is going to know who she is now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm Kira. I'm new. Um, And then, I mean, what do we think of Kate? Like, what do we think Kate will do? I'm interested in seeing what she's going to do, but uh, you know how we kind of weren't there for McCall getting redeemed and kind of being like a good guy? Yeah. I'm sort of not there for Kate being redeemed. And I know that it says, like, you know, Jeff has said, you'll be really interested to see who she allies herself with. And I'm okay with that, but I, I mean... She did a lot of really crappy things. There was, to say the there least. was on on Wolf Watch right after the season finale. The Hecklin was joking like, "Oh, maybe they could rekindle things." And I'm sitting there screaming at the TV, "Don't even joke!" No. no. And Jeff has said that it's not his romance is not going to be with Kate, so I don't think we have to worry about that. I'm not really yeah. worried about. I'm not worried that Hecklin would even be that generous. I'm like, what? <laughs> What are you doing? No. You precious baby, no. No. I was thinking, in terms of the interesting person that she'll kind of ally herself with, what about if it's Peter? There is theories that she is Malia's mother. I think she's young. And then it's, it's Peter, Peter is the reason that she burnt down the house, not Derek. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into I dig it. it. I dig it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what else? <laughs> I mean, I'm into it being a parent hide, but no redemption. Absolutely. <laughs> I wonder what she's doing back in Beacon Hills. Like, why Why come back? Probably what? wants to kill some people. <laughs> you know, the Burn another house down. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> we were doing so well, Karen. <laughs> we, we had almost made it two hours. Did I mention my theory? Well, not yeah. my theory. I find my theory, the friend um, on Twitter who helped me figure out um, or suggested um, that if you hit some of those spoiler photos around, um, and we shared a video too, um, that maybe Derek's, well not Derek's house, but the Hill House might be torn down. Mm-hmm. Evidence to suggest that, um, and that maybe there is a, um, not a condo, a subdivision. That might be however. Which I think would be really interesting. I think it'd be a development. Yeah. They're gonna put a parking lot there. Oh my god. Um be a store with nothing but fire extinguishers. He's that bad he needs that baggage removed to be a Um Okay, so yeah, we've been going two hours, so we should probably stop. Brooke, do you have battery running low? (laughs) Yeah, Brooke, do you have a non sequitur? Um, kind of. (laughs) Uh, 
since Natalie, since Natalie hurts us with her Not Another One Direction podcast. Oh, no. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> if we had to pick something completely new to podcast on, what would you want to be? It doesn't matter if there's an audience for it. It does not matter. It can be about wall paint. Whatever you want. What are you super interested in? Actually, uh, I I know I have an answer to this. I would definitely podcast about um like uh, Agents of Shield and Marvel, any of that yeah. stuff. Maybe because I just saw Captain America today and it was amazing. But I've been need to talk about that. Yes, we do. But That's I have a lot it. of feelings about Agents of Shield, and I have a feeling that I could like talk for quite a while about that show. I'm you don't have one yet. I'm super into everything Marvel, so I, I would second that. But I'm also really still into Almost Human. But they haven't they haven't said whether it's getting picked up for season two, which is really worrying oh. me because it was so good. It was Carl Urban on my TV screen every week. Okay, there's there's nothing wrong with that. There should be more excuses to put him on TV and then talk about it. <laughs> I think... I... Oh, go on. Go oh, okay. Um, there's not really another TV show that I would probably podcast. Maybe Walking Dead, because I'm super into Walking Dead right now. But <laughs> yeah. I want a podcast about crafters because and we could just talk about the pains of making buttons and stenciling and how it feels <laughs> on because God guys it hurts and I need somebody who understands this pain. Oh my poor hands. I got I have to wear those carpal tunnel handles the the, the, the gloves at night. <laughs> it's awesome. Yes. Guys Crafter me. podcast. Any right home to fight home you need to find us. <laughs> I have a whole suitcase. A whole suitcase. And they're beautiful. Full of stuff. So much stuff. <laughs> Guys, you, you, you really don't know. There is so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, you right. Yes, I am. And I was thinking, and I would probably do one on things I talk about. See, I explained on Twitter why I wouldn't really do one about One Direction because I feel like, I mean, I, I would if it was, like, not actually being listened to by people because I think doing one on this level, like, would be kind of creepy in that, like, stuff you'd be theorizing about would be, like, their actual lives and movements and, you know, they chose, you know, so-and-so chose to buy a house here and, you know, oh, whatever. It would be kind of intrusive, but... I would consider doing one on, like, the projects of all of the, basically, like, the British um, mm. industry, like, the, 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 the people who I call the quote-unquote BBC cupboard, like, all of the young British <laughs> actors who kind of know each other that I really, like, basically, the BBC does a show, they just pull someone out of the cupboard and put it in, you know, like, and I would, like, and I'm through. I love a lot of those people. Like, a lot of it is, like, the, the original cast of the History Boys and, like, everything they've done and, like, then people they've worked with to extend on and it's kind of, you know, so basically there's this big extended group of, like, 20 and 30-somethings who are, like, the BBC cupboard and I would, like, do something on, like, 
all of their projects, basically, like new mini-series and all that kind of thing. So that's, yeah. That would speak to me on such I, a deep I, profound level. That's <laughs> so hard. I would love that. I would love that. That would be so good. Yeah. So that's, that's what I would have. But, yeah. The answer, I don't know. Is that how it's... You have to answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. It's kind of weird, but I think I would do one on how to properly run social media and how to be an active person in um, fandom and do it well and how to build connections and relationships and not do it in a fake way and kind of like everything Orlando Jones is doing. Yeah. Like, I would do <laughs> the co-host. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Orlando Jones. Sick. I, I, want him, I want him to do a podcast and I want to do it with him. That's it. <laughs> okay. I'm sure we can make that happen. Yeah. Okay. We've got it. <laughs> I do love Orlando Jones. Oh, who does? I kind of like, I d- I don't watch the show. I haven't seen the show, but I, I, I love him. You can't Same. avoid him. Like yeah. it, he's amazing. He has he's worked his way into like every major fandom. Yeah, yeah. On the internet. And, and that's what I'm saying. And I'm saying he's done that because he's been respectful and smart and and, and really kind and generous and silly. And he understands it. He's awesome. And even when he doesn't know something and he yeah. doesn't understand a social issue, if he yeah. says something that is construed as like being problematic, he gets someone to teach him about it, which is really fascinating. Like you don't see many people asking to be taught about genuine social issues and problems within other shows and fandoms, and it's like Dude, who are you and where did you come from? Because I love you. You're great. <laughs> it's that, like, that respect that he has for these people or situations he doesn't understand that, that so many different shows and fandoms and um, social media people are really dumb. Yeah. Agreed. Yay. Yay. Okay, well, I guess we'll uh, all leave now, and then we'll <laughs> see each other in Goodbye. two weeks at BiteCon. Yeah. The reality is that we will not speak to each other until two weeks from now. It's not going to happen. This is five minutes. Yeah, we'll we'll probably be talking on Viber when this is done. But yeah. Yeah, so I, I leave. I leave for LA next Sunday, so. Oh. Well, I have to get to London first to get to LA. So to be able to get there in time for my flight. Donya, can you give me a picture? Yeah. I'm going to email you about this. And I, I, I was going to get someone to send it to me. But you, I need you to get me some vitamins from Boots. Because, oh, they're, yeah, the because the vitamins here are like $60 a bottle and they're like four pounds there. I, I'm going to email you <laughs> oh, about yeah, it. But sure, no problem. Yeah. Okay, Tell cool. Me Oh, we're going to quote this and put it on a Tumblr. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Excerpt from the podcast. Live hangout. Can you give me some vitamins? 
Yeah. Anyone okay. want any UK chocolate while I'm at it? Do you want me yeah. to bring any chocolate with me? Yeah, yeah Galaxy Caramel. Is that like a, a real question? Okay. Yeah, it's a real question. Do you want me to grab chocolate and shove it in my suitcase and bring it with me? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. The only reason we want you at home is to bring chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. And I need Natalie to bring Tim Tams. Yes, oh, I can Tim try Tams. and do that. I got you some can. Yeah, okay, I'll get a packet of Tim Tams to share. All right. I can't bring too much. I've never had heavy, those. But... All right. We'll, oh, we'll have it. Tim Tams right. is so good. We'll go now because this is getting ridiculous. But, yeah. All right. <laughs> Sorry. Thank you all for watching. Thank you. Thank you if you stuck with this the whole way through for two hours. Hopefully it's satisfactory. And tell yeah, us what you'd like us to talk about. Twitter on got really quiet all of a sudden. So yeah, I'm, no, oh, I'm bored now. Probably when we got all social justice-y about Dylan and his whole gay issue. But, yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It was just something that people wanted us to address. And we did have opinions on it at the time, but we didn't make big ranty articles. This is why so. we don't. We lose you. They're, they're gone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. They're not here for that. They're only here for Derek Hill's house burning down jokes. Yeah. yeah. Fire jokes. Oh, okay. special to yeah. And good night. Quiet. Bye bye. Bye everybody. Bye. 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 bye.